Good morning and welcome to episode Thanks, maybe 128. I think that's right. I love that shit. Of the Sunday Conversation podcast presented by Loyalty Liquors and Taco Casa. Soft opening. Um, what was it? September. F- Hard opening on September 8th, soft opening on September 4th, 6th, that right. I think. Yep, that, that sounds exactly right. Um, Hosted by us, let's fucking go. Happy Saturday. Happy Saturday. I, I got a sty in my eye right now. It fucking is awful, bro. I was going to ask. It looks like you almost like got into dude, a scrap last night. Dude. Um, we kicked ass once again this week, fencing like motherfuckers. It's just in my blood. I, I just, I don't know what, what other words there are to say about my fencing career besides yeah. like Michael Jordan-esque. But anyway, um, I kept rubbing my fucking hand with this dirty glove. Like, dude, you want to talk about about leaking buckets like florida is not the place to do construction (laughs) so i just i was like i I, that's what i realized like every two seconds i was like left hand wiping my eye yeah and then two days i guess two days ago i woke up with excruciating pain and um if you want to get into the nitty gritty gory details, I took my eyelid and I fucking squeezed it and shit came out of it. So we got a little backup, but we're going to prevail. But that's, oh, that's yeah. why I look like that. <laughs> so well, how are you? How's your <laughs> Oh, God. Got to love doing an audio podcast for everybody listening at home. Ben just held the camera basically into his pupil for me to see what was going on in his eye. Um, I'm good, man. My week was good. I got I have a bit of a story to regale you with. I, I, oh, intentionally, I love intentionally didn't tell you this week because uh, I wanted to save it. I'm glad I remembered. So Tuesday morning, you know, I usually wake up around I, my second alarm goes off at 630 five. So I get up at six 35, just about every day. Well, I wake up, I should say. So Tuesday morning at like six 32, Sasha starts barking. What her time does your first alarm go off? Question six, 12, six, 12. So you give yourself another like 20 something minutes, 23 sleep? minutes. Yep. I've, I've just found oh, Michael trial- Jordan. Well, Walking I've just, right. I've, <laughs> I've just found that through trial and error, if I, after 23 minutes, I just wake right up. I don't like feel the need to like try and go back to sleep. I just wake right up. That was, it took a long time to figure that out, but yeah, 30, 33 years of, of yeah, figuring try, out try. fine tuning yeah. trial and error. I got it. all right. Comprende. So around 632 Sasha starts barking her head off which is very abnormal she really she doesn't bark a ton I mean we've recorded 128 episodes of this podcast she's probably been present for about a hundred and you know uh, 15 to 120 of them and how she's many times twice yeah exactly twice. like Two she bar- she's she's not she's not a huge barker but you know she has very specific situations where she barks so she starts barking. And I hear knocking on a door. Now it's not knocking on my door, but it's knocking on my neighbor's door. So that's what got her to bark, right? So I get her to stop barking. 
my alarm goes off. I'm like, all right, well, fuck it. I'm up. So, you know, I get up, I go to the bathroom, you know, I, I start making coffee. I grab her. We go outside. I walk outside. Now, when I leave my building, I always go out through the back door into the back parking lot. She pees in the back parking lot. And then we walk around the corner. She goes, poop. We come back. We're walking out to go around the corner and I see a police car parked in the driveway to get into my building. I'm like, well, that's, you know, odd, obviously. <clears throat> I keep walking down the street a little bit and there's caution or there's police tape all around the front of my building. There's four cop cars in front of my building and there's three police officers standing in front of my building. One guy in the cop car that's parked in the driveway. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? So I, t- I take Sasha around to poop, come back and I walk up to the to the front of the building. And one of the cops is like, sir, you got to find another way around. And I'm like, well, I like I live here. And so then the three of them come over and uh, the it was two lady cops and a, and a male cop. The male cop is goes, uh, is did you hear anything last night or see anything? And I was like, no, I was like, you know, I sleep like a fucking rock. I was like, but, what, you know, what happened? Because I can't see what you know, what's going what's going on. And they're like, well, the front door smashed and there's a lot of, there's a ton of blood everywhere. And I'm like, oh man, I'm like, yeah, no, I didn't hear anything. I'm like my, you know, my window is, has an air conditioner in it. So you can kind of hear what's going on in the street, but like, I didn't notice anything and they're like, okay. And so they take my information down and uh, they're like, you know, if we have any other questions, we'll call you. So I go back upstairs and, uh, Maybe 35 minutes later, there's a knock on my front door. So I open it up and there's another cop this time. And he's like, hey, have you uh, have you spoken to the neighbor, your neighbor across the hall? Now, this kid just moved in, literally just moved in the day before. This was Tuesday morning. He had moved in on Monday, on August 1st. I'm like, I met I met him very briefly in passing yesterday. But, you know, like, I don't. No, I saw him when he moved in. That was it. They're like, do you know his name? I'm like, I honestly, I forgot. Like, you know, I caught it in passing. I didn't, uh, I didn't remember. And uh, he's like, okay, well, you know, thanks for your help. And I'm like, sure, no problem. So I, uh, what the fuck happened, by the way? (laughs) Seriously. And that's, (laughs) and that's the other thing is nobody can tell me what's happened at this point. Um, And so he, he's like, uh, So anyway, so I uh, go back in my apartment. I'm like, what the fuck? This is ridiculous. Um, I'm get ready for work. It's, you know, I'm just about ready to leave. And there's another knock on my door. And I'm like, what the fuck? So I open the door. This time it's the kid from across the hall. And he's got a huge fucking gash on his face. He's got a hospital bracelet on. I'm like, what the fuck? fuck like keep in mind i met this kid for three seconds the reason i met him i had been i had been walking sasha when i got home from work on monday when i walked into when i walked into the building this is a little funny i walked into the building i i dropped her leash right i drop her leash i walk in you know she follows me into the apartment apparently the kid had left his door cracked and so i walk into my apartment and like a minute and a half goes by and sasha's not in my apartment i'm like what the fuck and i like go back out and she just pushed his door open and was just standing in his apartment so like i you know i grab her and i you know say hello and then i go back in so 
That's the extent of the interaction I've had with this kid. Now he's knocking on my door. He's got a huge gash on his face, blood all down his arm, like dried up blood on his arm. And then he's got, um, he's got a hospital bracelet on. And I'm like, yo, what's going on? <laughs> and he's like, uh, he's like, Hey, do you have like the supers number or something like that? I'm like, yeah, I got it. And I'm like, are you okay? And he's like, no, they had just literally last week, they put electronic door locks on all the doors. Yeah. Right? You told, you told that. Story. I said that I told yeah. that story. Right. So this kid doesn't know the code to any of the door locks yet. And his phone died. If you have your phone, you can just unlock them with your phone. The but he, fucking exact thing you were talking about last week. Yep, exactly. So holy uh, shit. Now his story doesn't totally add up to me because he said that his phone died. He got locked out of the building. He couldn't get in. So he was just going to sleep in that little like mail room in like the little lobby there. And then he decided to break into the building to try to go up to his apartment. But I, it's like. Well, okay, if you if your phone's dead and you can't get into the building, how are you going to get into your apartment? Because the apartments have the same locks on them that that the front door does. But nonetheless, yeah, he he got all cut up. I gave him the numbers he was looking for. Whatever. I like I'm like, dude, here's my cell phone number. So next time, like you can just call me and I'll let you in. And so then yesterday morning, I go to leave. I go to take the Sasha. The Sasha. I go to take Sasha out in the morning. And there's the a Sasha, the Sasha, the, just in case anyone was wondering which one I was talking about. And there's a ripped up Asian food menu on the ground. This kid's credit card is on the ground and the door handle from his door is missing. And I'm like, dude, what the fuck? This kid is a mess. But how funny is <laughs> that? That this kid sucks at apartments. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Like but how funny is that? Literally last week, it was exactly what I said like could happen with these fucking door locks. And this kid moves in the, the first night he's living in the building and it happens. So then what happens like when you smash a, a, the front window of your apartment building like that? Who's at fault? I mean, I get, like, you know, <laughs> I, I, I was going to have to pay. I assume they're just going to charge him. You know, they'll just charge him with his rent for next month or whatever, but I, or take it out of his security deposit when he moves out. But um, yeah, it's got to be on him. But like, to be fair, like this is the problem with this system is, is so all the electronic locks, they also have like a little thing you could flip over that reveals a slot for a key. So there are keys for them, but they haven't given us keys for them. So you have to know your code or you can't get in. The keys are for them to I be able to go in. I wonder if they're not going to give the keys if they're trying not. They won't because they because they don't want to have to change the locks afterwards. This way, they can just change the codes to the door and don't have to change the locks every time someone comes and goes. You know. And sure enough, look at that. They're already down a fucking entry doorway, and then they're down <laughs> right. a, a handle a handle of a door right. of, of a new electronic exactly. locking system. Exactly. Door. Exactly. Uh, but other Damn, than that's just, that's kind of funny, man. That's ironic. Like it's just a weird morning. I was like, what well, the fuck is happening? I'm more thinking like you just like kind of put that into the universe. You like in a sense, you made that happen by us having the Sunday conversation podcast last week. You were like one week after we shouldn't have that story already. Right. That should have been like, hey Benny, remember a few months ago when we were talking about like, <laughs> <laughs> not hey ben remember that thing we talked about last week yeah it already happened <laughs> like fucking nostradamus oh, over here yeah, no kidding 
Um, well, how was, uh, how's your week, pal? Other than getting a get, so is that how styes happen? They just like, you get like a, like a dirt or something in your eye. Just from all the, the doctor work that I've done in my life and and the things (laughs) I've seen, I, I've, I've gotten them a few times, definitely. And I, I'm pretty sure every time I get it, it's when I'm like, I've gotten one when I was working with concrete a shitload, and I think the dust of the concrete like clogged up the pores in my eye. This uh, I was wiping it. I think it has something to do with either getting some particles of dirt or, or shit into yeah. your eye, and it just creates like a zit, and it's just a little zit on my eyelid. Um, and of course, dude, you know me. It's like I can't let anything just be in life so i i fucking squeezed at that shit four or five different times and i'm pretty sure the number one rule is like do not touch it so let sleeping dogs lie ben yeah well i usually do do that i don't want to wake up the dog or anything but (laughs) my my eyes but yeah dude so we fucking crushed out yeah we crushed out some work I mean, painting this whole, this fence was rotten, completely rotten. I shouldn't say completely rotten. Like 80% of the boards were rotten on a fence. So we, you know, replaced all that shit. And then we built another fence for this guy. And then while we're in the parking lot, this other guy drives up in a nice BMW. Hey, do you guys do fences? (laughs) No, sir, we don't. We just <laughs> sit here and, and we just trim palm trees. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, obviously we do fucking fences. We're building a fence right now. But uh he wants yeah, so work begets work. Back in get, the game. Are you gonna get some of those signs? You know, like when anybody does no, like a say like no. a painting job, Dude, they this stick guy, signs. This in the guy yard. was this guy was begging us that's a that could be a whole episode in itself the neighbor of the job we were doing this week was what appeared to be a a medically released naval officer Uh who didn't do anything besides talk sort of he just sat out there and talked to you the whole time not the whole time but like you know he would come out like six six or eight times a day (laughs) <laughs> but dude everything just let us know that he was an officer in the na- like he, like one of these one of these people which is not dude it was fine he's a great guy like nothing bad to say but just like one of those people who you know is like just talks unnecessarily amount and you know i try my i try my hardest but i usually just go with the you know like keep working and ignore yeah but um yeah shit dude it was uh it was interesting that's it certainly was interesting but he's just like begging me like he wants to build us a website and you know he's like you know why don't we get a yard stake set out in front of my yard i'm like dude we're trying to be secretive like that's what i said to him i don't know if he like wasn't expecting that answer i'm like not secretive but like we're trying to get work where we're 
we get a job and then we, you know, can go do something for the next week. Not like we're not trying to be in business here, bro. Like, yeah, we're just, we're just working. We're just going to, um, we're just trying to pay the bills a little bit and then move on to the next thing. Right. But, uh, you know, it was, you know, it's just life, dude. It's just, it's awesome. I guess. I don't uh, want to like say too. I mean, he, he has an aquaponics lab in his garage. Oh, Pretty that's interesting. Dope. Yeah. And, um, just, you know, interesting dude just was, you know, around, we had, we'll say. We had an aquaponics table in our, uh, at our house in San Diego. We had an aquaponics set up through our pond. He asked me about three, probably 300 times if, you know, or, or mentioned at least 300 times, like aquaponics, he designs aquaponics. And he's trying to do aquaponics. So it's big if you business, need an aquaponics, aquaponics. guy, just <laughs> hit, hit me up and I'll tell you where his house is. I mean, the thing is, it wasn't like that hard. I mean, it was just fucking, I mean, I don't know what his setup's like. And I don't know what like traditional setups are like. Ours was literally, we took like a 55 gallon drum, like a plastic drum, cut it in half. And then we filled it with a bunch of rocks and plants and stuff. And then we just pumped water from our pond up through the top one and trickled down into the bottom one. And the nutrients from the palm, uh, from the palm, from the pond, uh, like caused the stuff that we're growing in there to grow. It wasn't fucking rocket science. Yeah, well, shit. I mean, it definitely seems interesting. I don't even, I mean, whatever. It's not that, whatever. Aquaponics. Benny, how about uh, another thing that we were talking about in recent weeks? Um, yeah, this is how aquaponics. Yeah, okay. I mean, it's cool. In aquaponics, you're creating a natural ecosystem where you rely on bacteria and composting red worms to convert the ammonia and solid waste from fish into a complete plant food. It is necessarily... It is a necessarily organic process. It's a weird sentence. It is a necessarily organic process. Um, uh, Brittany Griner, nine and a half years for Wait, uh, so marijuana. I thought position. we just exchanged her for a prisoner. Well, dude, the, the, the trade deadline hasn't happened yet. They're still working out the, the details of the, uh, of the trade. You know, there's going to be future considerations and draft picks and all that stuff because understood the, uh, understood the, the merchant the of kremlin, death you know the, the kremlin's minor league system isn't great right now so they're right. trying to see what they right. can get exactly you know, down the road and the merchant understood. of death is a bit is a big get so you know you you can't just it's not going to be a straight one for one you got to add in other assets to you know make it understood. worth it understood but how how crazy but in the meantime she may be going to prison for nine and a half years yeah isn't that fucking wild um, that is funny because I, I, in my brief time in the minor leagues, I played with quite a few Russians and they, I mean, it was definitely the kind like I played with this kid who, I mean, his dad had a Rolls Royce phantom that he rolled around and I'm, I'm sure he was just a stand up good old guy back in Russia. But he said that <laughs> <laughs> everything was like, if you get caught with shit over there, you're fucking in deep shit. So like, yeah, it's the kind of thing like it didn't matter how much money you have. That's why I think, you know, they just it, drink so much vodka. 
Dude, it's fucking Russia. It's fucking like I, I don't I don't know how many people know about like the history of Russia. Not that I'm a Russian history expert. I know a little bit, but like like do people I don't know how many people understand how Russia became a communist country from a Russia was a monarchy. The Romanov dynasty, the Romanovs at one point were the richest people in the world, the richest family in the world. And slowly but surely, Tsar Nicholas, I believe it's Nicholas II, was the last Russian Tsar. He had his only living heir, his only son, which, you know, back then, obviously, that would be your heir, had hemophilia. And uh, this is the whole story with um, with Rasputin and all that stuff. And uh, when the Bolshevik uprising finally came and like came for the Russian monarchy, they put the Russian royal family in the basement of a house and just fucking massacred them. Every single one of them just gunned them down. And then Russia became Animal a communist farm, country. Bro. Yeah, right. So like, like this is a place where Joseph Stalin is, is responsible for approximately 20 million deaths over his reign as uh as the leader of the ussr so like yeah and that's just what they're saying dude you know it's like that's what's in the who the fuck knows really you know he could right be way worse than that shit Uh, 100 percent. and the gulags and sending people to death camps in siberia and like you know like it is a non-forgiving place and so when you've got, I mean, just listen to anything about any anyone that's ever played in hockey in Russia. Like, right, right, right. It's like fucking misery. It's, <laughs> but it's big money. But then, like the other thing is, like, it's a big gamble because then it's like, are they gonna fucking pay you your money? Or are they gonna take you in a back room with a fucking gun and say? Because it, live well, because there's all the there's so many stories, especially as you know, obviously hockey is what we know best of of guys that played in the NHL who were towards the end of their career, but were big names and can draw in big money for the team that were owed hundreds of thousands, if not millions of dollars that just didn't get paid. Cause they're just like, Hey, we're not paying you. Like, what are you going to do? Right. Take us to court. We're like, go ahead. Like, we're just not going to pay you. Go and, ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> and like, that's, that's Russia, man. So like, while I, obviously I think that, you know, we're very pro pro choice pro, you know, do what you want in life, you know, as long as you're not harming other people. While I think the sentence is absolutely ridiculous, when you've got Russia, who's at war with Ukraine, and the United States, which has so vehemently been against Russia for the last six months, obviously something like this would happen. So why would you even take the risk? I don't even, I don't even know why should we be playing basketball in Russia in the first place? That's all right. That's my thing. It's I'm, I'm pretty certain this is just completely made up political thing oh totally 100 percent. this is not it's almost i feel like it's to fuck with the like simple minds you know it's like what these motherfuckers are transporting planes of fucking drugs in and out on super yachts whatever the fuck it is it's like they're not you know, a couple vape cartridges or whatever they're saying it is it just sounds fucking ridiculous. It sounds ridiculous. It's just like everything else that's happening in the news. It's fucking ridiculous. It's like, can I tell you right now, 
that there's not a single place in America that is going to give one fuck about any of that right now because they can't even get anybody to show up to work. It's so lackluster. I mean, you've probably flown more recently than me. Definitely. Mm, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. hundred yeah. percent. You flew to California. Yep. Like, I don't know what it was like then, but I'm just every, like every time I flew within the last year, it's been like, dude, like no fucks given for like workers. I mean, obviously the, the machines scan, but then it's like, you just see, you just watch someone like wand down somebody with the metal detector. They're like, fuck my life. I don't want to be here. You know, so I hate to sound like that because it's it makes it seem unsafe, but that's like what is happening across the board with workers. Like nobody yeah. gives a fuck. Nobody gives a single fuck. Although I did, we, I we did, did have we made a fucking sweet fence this week, but whatever. Yeah, I worked all week too. I did see, however, that uh, where is it? U.S. unemployment rate moved down to three point five percent in July, back to pre-pandemic levels, which are the lowest we've seen since nineteen sixty-nine. Which I will say is interesting because it seem would it would seem to me that the reason for that is most likely because you know the free money has run out. You know, people are no longer getting paid to not work, so now they're returning to work, which is a good thing, which is something that we you know preached for a long time. Um, but, uh, as far as flying goes, yeah, it's a, it's an abject disaster. I mean, thankfully I actually got really lucky. I didn't have any problems getting to or from California that I can think of. Yeah. Um, but that's kind of, Now that I think about it, that's been a while now, you know, it's been, yeah, a, that was March. Been a while. That was like March. My, my, si- my sister had been flying. She, she had to sit in like Denver airport for like a day and a half. Like, right. Right. Her flight got bumped six times. Oh, like it's crazy it's shit. it's brutal. It's it's absolutely brutal right now. I don't. Well, phone's ringing. Um, but the uh, Aaron Taylor, Taylor helmet. Hold, let's pause this for one second. Um, but like, yeah, the the, the airline industry is 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 an absolute shit show right now, and like, I think that's like fairly fairly common uh, amongst a bunch of industries and how was my flight experience been don't forget that on my flight out to california from dallas i sat next to a guy who for three and a half hours told me about how he used to be a crystal meth addict and uh how now he owns kratom stores in the middle of fucking nowhere in kansas so honestly i would have preferred to have gotten my flight delayed yeah shit dude i hear you Really nice guy. Did, though. did he do any aquaponics? No, no aquaponics, <laughs> no aquaponics. But him and his wife had been sober for about twenty years, so that was good. That is good. Uh, that's, it's important. That's very important. If they're happy, then I'm happy for them. Yeah, but um, I mean, it's it's. But yeah, dude. At I the end of just go ahead, go ahead. No, it's just like everything. It all just seems. To, to fit so naturally like in terms of like oh yeah Brittany Griner who the fuck is Brittany Griner well Brittany Griner I remember was like the one that looked like a man like she very well could have been the first if you had I thought she was a man and she played women's college basketball and she was fucking seven feet tall or something yeah and she's not trying to be rude dunk. 
she was right. that was like the it big thing she like, could dunk. Yeah, it's like she was just a very eerie looking human being, and now she she completely fizzled out. I never had heard of her since I didn't know like obviously what happened post college for her. But then all of a sudden for her to be so spotlight is just very interesting. Ben, do, trivia question. Do you remember where she went to college? Uh, Baylor? Yep. The Baylor Bears. Nice job, Ben. The Baylor Lady Bears. boy. The, the only reason I know that is just because of the dynasty that the University of Connecticut women's basketball team is. And I know they faced off against her. And I remember her little tiny, the little white coach was like up to her hip. The yeah. Baylor coach is like the. They, oh, that was last year. What <clears throat> did. I was going to say Notre Dame, so I'm glad I got it right. Yeah, well, because there's, a... I'm trying to think, I can't remember if they, if Baylor beat UConn with, I mean, the, the thing about UConn is that like, you know it's it's like the um it's like in the movie miracle right at the end of uh at the end when the the united states beats the russians and like the russians are all sitting there watching the united the united states celebrate and all that stuff is you know they forgot how great it was to win they won so goddamn much it was they forgot what it was like to win you know uconn's the same way is if you were a uconn women's basketball player odds are you were going to win at least one national championship in your four years there if not multiples Right now, now they've been out of the. When was the last one? They well, everybody, like else, everybody is caught up. You know, South Carolina's good. Stanford's good. I think Baylor's still good. Tennessee's not good anymore. I mean, those, those that used to be back when it was. Uh, oh yeah, Pat Summit. Pat Summit. Yeah, yeah, Pat Summit. Yeah. And then that other girl that's a, a commentator. She was a fucking beast, dude. Um, who Rebecca Lobo? Uh, no, I'm Tennessee. Oh, I don't know. I don't know anybody that played you on Tennessee. You would know her. She was fucking nasty. Yeah. And that's the anyway, conversation that's, difference. That's... <laughs> How do you go from talking about Brittany Griner spending nine and a half years uh, in prison to the airlines uh, being a joke to the Yukon women's basketball dynasty? I mean, tell me where else you can find that kind of content because I don't think you can. Well, that's interesting content right there. What's up in the news? Anything that's important that we need to talk about? Uh, that's besides, a... besides, obviously, Brittany Griner. Oh yeah, there actually, important. there, there actually is something that's that's could be relatively important that I actually almost forgot about. Nancy Pelosi is on the verge of starting a war between the United States and China. Um, that's yep. right. That's yep. right. Uh, right now, all it is memes about bringing in the heavies, and it's just a picture of Nancy Pelosi and. Uh, giant boobs here here that mean no here (laughs) here is a uh here's a headline from the associated press uh china cuts off vital u.s contacts over pelosi taiwan visit and the interesting thing about it is uh, from everything that i had read about it it looks like like even joe biden didn't want her to go to taiwan and she went anyways and like now so you've got you've got this old grandma who's i believe in her 80s uh, who is, you know, starting global conflicts just because she just does what she wants and is one of the worst people to yeah, ever walk the face of the earth. She's 82 years old. 
Interesting. 82 years old and just doing whatever the hell she wants. Like all, like, you know, old people do. And instead of her driving out into traffic and not stopping at any red lights, she is creating global conflicts between the, you know, two of the world's largest superpowers, arguably the two largest superpowers in the world. Well, that's good. <laughs> so, so that's what's in the news this week. China goes to war with the United States because of a Nancy Pelosi Taiwan visit. I mean, you know, and China is another country similar to Russia in the way that things get run there. And it's uh, it is uh, it's very interesting. I mean, listen, don't get me wrong. I'm not on the side of China. I mean, they're literally actively committing genocide as we speak against the Uyghur people and the world just doesn't seem to care one bit. Um, you know, all these and that, that well, it's not, more the thing is like, does the world not care or can the world not really do anything about it? Like, well, I think there's a difference. Well, that's so much, like glo- what? so much global trade and global supply comes from China that, that people are not willing to speak up against China because there's just so much money that comes out of it. It just shows you the difference. How many, you know, Uyghur flags do you see when you're driving around zero, but you see all these Ukrainian flags, right? Because that's like a safer, you know, stance for the American people to take, but literally hundreds of thousands of, of Muslims in China are being murdered because they don't yeah, agree the with Chinese philosophy. Every single fucking business in the United States has gone to China to get their, you know, to go set up shops. So it's like when you have all these little families that, you know, they look like, good little american families and you don't really know what they do and it's like oh next thing you know it's like oh they got a they got a whatever a chinese like you know oh they have a shirt shop down here and they get all their product you know made in china or these people have a a shoe shop and they got all you know it's like obviously it's different here it's you know ben we are America is drug addicts and we are addicted to Chinese products. And when drug addicts lose their supply, withdrawals happen, you spend more money, you lose out, you don't get what you need. And that's America. Wow. That's America, a- America's become so reliant on Chinese produced products that we can, literally cannot speak out against the Chinese when they do something like this, like commit genocide. Yeti Tumblr designed in Texas, made in China. <laughs> mine doesn't say anything on it i think this one is Underneath. old enough no, it just says yeti i think oh. this is in the days when they were still made in america this one's old that's all over it um anywho let's wrap it up it's a beautiful saturday you got to get your eye fixed uh well no there's nothing i can do dude there's nothing i can do well you look good at least you know best looking dude i've ever seen with a sty that's for sure I got an account that's had that. a sty for like a month and his, his eye looks like it's going to swell closed any second, you know? I feel, but he's probably never got in there and popped that shit. You got to get you a needle. Hey, hot hey needle. you should go listen to the Sunday Conversation podcast. This kid will tell you all about how to get rid if of If you want to hear about the Yukon women's basketball dynasty and, <laughs> and Russian geopolitical uh, thought processes. Uh, <laughs> all right. I'm not doing the whole spiel. Benny, great chat, buddy. Love you. Love you, bro.